0: You are listening to My City, My Health, the podcast.
1: Um, Welcome back to My City, My Health. My name is Catherine. I'm your host for today, and I'm a student at the University of Iowa. Today, I am happy to have Caleb Thomas with me. Um, Caleb, could you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Hi. Yes, Catherine. Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, Again, my name is Caleb Thomas. And uh, just a little bit about me. I was born and raised in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, After graduating from high school, I went on to Des Moines Area Community College, followed up my studies at the University of Iowa. I got my BA in teaching. I went on to get my master's here as well. I went through uh, the program to start my school counseling Uh, Career. And then after that, working several years in the school district, I started a nonprofit strive for success to help at risk youth achieve academic and personal success. Um, I did that for a while. I went back, took a few classes to become a mental health counselor. So I entered into the mental health counselor Mm -hmm. arena. Uh, worked for several years under my uh, prior supervisor and started my own private practice in 2020, believe it or not, uh, called Thomas and Associates Counseling and Consulting.
1: That's all amazing stuff to hear, a bunch of organizations in there. So, what does health equity mean to you? Uh,
0: yes. Uh, well, the word equity definition of equity is the quality of being fair and impartial. Now, when I think about health equity to me, that means providing exceptional quality care to every individual based on their economic status, or in other words, in the healthcare field, pretty much their insurance coverage. And Mm so health equity for Thomas & Associates We are going to treat every client we see the same, with the same honor, the same care, the same respect, as if we're being paid $20 an hour or $120 an hour. And to me, that is health equity.
1: Right. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I like how you said, everyone, no matter how much you're getting paid, we're kind of separating that price point from who the actual human is and providing that care for those who need it. So that's fantastic. I love that definition. So you, like you said, you're involved in so many organizations and community outreach programs. What would you say is the most important to you or what would you specifically like the listeners to know more about?
0: The major thing that, you know, I would like uh, our listeners to understand is the importance Mm -hmm of mental health again growing up in a community and a culture where it's not widely accepted becoming a huge advocate uh, especially more in the minority populations african-american and hispanic communities the thing that i would like uh, the audience to know katherine is i do some writing for a magazine. It's called the Urban Experience Magazine. It's a magazine. Uh, it's a Des Moines-based magazine. Uh, the chief editor is DeWanda Bradley. Uh, she has um, given me the opportunity to write for the mental health the mental health section. That magazine comes out um, about the middle of each month. It's a free magazine that, that um, everyone can go and read online at theurbanexperience.com, I really uh, am honored because I'm able to talk about various topics regarding mental health and all things concerning mental health, as well as other important issues going on in the community that many times don't get addressed. um, I would love for people to go and check Out the Urban Experience Magazine. I have uh, been fortunate enough I started writing in September of 21, I believe is when I started. So I've got quite a few articles and you can go all the way back. Um, She's been doing this for several years now. I've just been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to begin writing. Uh, So I've celebrated a little over a year of being able to write for that article.
1: That's super cool. I actually did not know that about you. And personally, um, mental health is very important to me as well for my own health, family health. So that's always been like a really personal topic. So it's great to hear about that. How has your work as a mental health counselor like influenced your work in increasing well-being of the community?
0: Oh, great question, Catherine. Thank you. Uh, well, my work as a mental health counselor has influenced the community in ways that are so viable to the community. Our practice has helped save marriages, and a healthy marriage helps to improve our community. It allows children uh, to see what a positive marriage and family should really look like. My work has also improved the lives of children and youth. And if we can help children improve in their academics, in their behavior success, that helps the community. You know, I think about the fact that I'm, I'm very honored now that I've had both components, Kath, and being able to work. I was a, a school counselor, and so I saw many of the behaviors for various reasons. And one of the things that I, I learned working as a school counselor is there was a route to the behaviors, right? And again, At that point in time, based off, you know, the skills that I have learned, even as a skill counselor, I was even able to begin helping some of these children with these behaviors understand some of those root causes, right? And I believe that, okay, if we can get to the root and deal with it and start working on the route from there, then we can really begin working on dealing with the problem. And so now I work with children as well, dealing with some behavioral issues, just the fact that seeing um, positive changes helps them to be able to go back to school and to focus. I considered working as a team not a lone ranger here but i'm working with the school staff with the parents because our goal our desire as well as the teachers is to see these students succeed
1: yeah i i like how you are talking about the root of the cause it kind of reminds me of my health classes and learning about how the struggles that people have in the healthcare system, we really need to look at that root cause. And in order to help them, you know, kind of look at how we can change the healthcare system to be more equal, more helpful towards people who need it, you know, it's a lot deeper than just that specific human being. So that's a great insight. Yes, I see that you're an ordained minister and a volunteer as a ministry director at the Life Point Christian Faith Center. How do you think that your involvement in church or any religious organizations has helped you increase community well being? Um,
0: well, the church is part of the community. I think um, many times people forget about that. It's easy, again, the, the, despite whatever your beliefs are. The church plays a huge part of the community, and I believe churches are big supporters of the community in helping to provide necessary resources to help our community. Uh, I was on an amazing board with my dear friend, Pastor Teresa Stecker of the Nazarene Church in Iowa City called the Iowa City Compassion. Some of the things that she did and and what the uh, nonprofit does is uh, they help immigrants in the community, help them to gain their citizenship. They provided resources. They provided English as a second language courses. And um, they also provide a weekly Wednesday night meal for people in the community. Also provided a food pantry and uh, worked with other uh, nonprofits to bring in the food, but doing things such as this helps provide for the needs of the community, right? And so this is how being a part of these organizations has helped increase the well-being of this community, and it's very awesome to see And so when people think about the church, again, despite whatever your belief systems are, the churches are here to help every human being because that's what it's about.
1: Yeah, I think it's such a great way to access those um, health programs or resources that are available to them through someone they trust. You know, church is so important to so many people, so them being able to um, help their community and Provide those resources, I think, is so great and contributes to that community well being, definitely. Is there any changes that you've seen within our Iowa City Coralville community within like the last five years that are like notable to you?
0: Some of the changes that I have seen in the last five years is an increase in diversity. When I think of my community, I just don't think. We're, we're kind of smaller communities combined in a sense. Uh, so we have Iowa City community, Corville, North Liberty, and Tiffin. So as I think about my community, I think about all of these towns. Each town is continuing to grow. We can look at Iowa City. Um, they're continuing to, you know, build apartments everywhere. And I'm thinking, my gosh, <laughs> do we have that many people? Well, I think there's an increase in population and there's an increase in diversity. And that diversity really expands out from uh, upper middle class to the poor, right? And so as we look, especially in the Iowa City area that is known for the university healthcare system and the University of Iowa college system, then many times we think, that this is a very posh land, a very posh community, but there is the diversity in the area of the socioeconomic class as well. So again, yes, we are a town that does have homeless. We are a town that does have crime. We are a town that uh, deals with people who have mental health issues as well and need that extra Help and support, and so again, it is an area that is growing, but growing in a diverse manner of seeing a influx of people of diverse backgrounds, races, and ethnicities as well. And so, one of the things that I think about in this diversity are youth and many of the at risk youth. Fortunately, there's an imbalance there. Uh, Grateful to have my own practice because we want to continue helping the youth who may not be as fortunate, may not be able to get the help and support that they need. So, these are some of the things. You know that I've seen within the last five years.
1: I'm curious, is there anything you would like to see change in the community within the next five years?
0: Yes, I have a heart towards the youth, and especially at-risk youth, mainly because I was an at-risk youth growing up. Did not have a father in my life. I was raised by my mother and uh, my grandmother. Um, I was raised in what would be considered the inner city of Des Moines. Some people would say, you know, you don't want to drive in that neighborhood at all, especially at night. And now, unfortunately, uh, we're seeing an influx of crime in the city of Des Moines. We're also seeing that increase in crime in the areas of Iowa City. I think it starts at a very young age. I think it starts with youth and the change of youth. So what I would like to see in the community, Captain, are more programs for youth. And as I mentioned, I had started an after-school program several years ago. Uh, the funding wasn't there to continue. Again, I am a big supporter for those who are doing things with youth to provide any resources I possibly can provide and any funding that I can provide. Because I want to see more at-risk youth do more positive things in life and also think about even in the career fields, the job fields, you know, they're heading towards more people, less career field and more robotic type of career field. And, and that's a concern. And I believe that if especially at-risk youth are prepared for that, it's going to be very difficult for them in the future to uh, find jobs. Our major employers here for individuals who aren't going to school, we have Walmart, we have uh, Procter & Gamble, we have Amazon. Definitely want to see this very academic, high-performing community come together and work with some of those students who have the ability, have the mindset. They just need the help and support to get there.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think the youth are our future. So investing in them and they're still so vulnerable and developing themselves that providing that care for them, that extra little bit of aid, is definitely something super important, and I, I agree. I think that would be super amazing to see in the next five years. Could definitely help our community overall. So, last question I have here for you today: um, Is there any advice you would give to a future health professional or anyone looking to improve their community well-being?
0: Most definitely, Catherine. I would recommend future health professionals, despite whether they are top-ranked surgeon, high-ranking doctors, nurses, psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, et cetera, to stay humble and continue to have compassion and consideration for all their clients and their patients. Also, for those in the health industry to make sure that they're taking time out for themselves. These careers, you know, are wonderful. I believe that individuals went in and worked hard and spent the many years of going to school to enter into these fields. But if they're not happy doing what they're doing, it's all irrelevant. So first, you know, I would like the future health professionals to think about that. You should be happy in what you're doing. It should be a joy. And part of that is taking time out for yourself and realizing that it's okay to take breaks. Don't skip the things that you enjoy. Get back to those things because, again, you know, with busy schedules, you can easily forget about yourself. What I realize, okay, if I'm not healthy and I'm not well, then I'm not going to be any help to my clients in order for me to be the best so I can provide the most excellent therapy to them, then I need to make sure that I'm staying healthy and rejuvenated. Uh, last thing is to have a support system, whether uh, that you're getting involved with church, friends, social clubs, finding people who are going to hold you accountable, be supportive, and someone that you can share your frustrations with. Also to seek therapy, because there's so many things that we go through in life that it is important to have someone that you can just open up, share with, and knowing that that person, you'll never have to worry about that person putting your information on Facebook or social media, or <laughs> telling uh, your friends and family. It's a safe environment. And it is very, very helpful to seek counseling. So that's what I would leave the future health professionals with to also help them improve the well-being of their community.
1: That is great advice. I definitely will be taking that myself. I mean, health professionals are not superheroes. They're great workers, but they're also humans too. So like you said, taking time for their own mental health is also super important in order to help other people as well. So. That's some great advice, yeah. but I think that's all we have time for today. So I just want to thank you so much for talking with me and taking time to talk about all the amazing things you're doing and involved in and giving some advice to people out there who are looking to be more involved in their community. So thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you so much, Catherine. I appreciate the opportunity. And again, um, I just want to just leave everyone with we are here. Uh, and Associates is here. We provide a holistic type of counseling, and we're focused about the whole individual. And if you are interested, please feel free uh, to reach out to our offices and visit our website at thomasacc.com. Also, um, you can check us out, Psychology Today, and give us a call. We would be honored to have the opportunity to work with you. Uh, Again, thank you, Uh, For the opportunity, Catherine, thank you to the listening audience.